Hey guys, this is Kenny from the Level With You channel. Just here to let you guys know if you guys want to come chat with us, we got a Discord server up and running. Link is in the description below. You could give us some feedback, ask us questions, just interact with us or in general. You can also find us on social media platforms. Instagram, we're LVL With You. Twitter, we're Level With You. And on Facebook, you can just search Level With You. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Stay level. What's going on, guys, and welcome to the Level With You show. It is a weekly video game podcast where the four of us all get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. Today I am joined by Anthony Dewart. How's it going? Kenny Castro. What's up, what's up, what's up? And you can't see him, but you'll be able to hear him, Tyler Hadley. Hey, everybody. All right, so we are enjoying a maybe day off, maybe not a day off. It is Columbus Day slash Indigenous Peoples Day. Whichever way you swing. Um, and I didn't have to work. Did you guys have to work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No, I was hanging out at home. No cool. work for me. Nice. Well, womp womp. Did you, did you only work a half day, Anthony? No, I worked till 2. But then I made, I was like, I have to go to the doctor's, and I left early. So. How'd that go? Everything okay? Yeah, it's fine. I didn't even go to the doctor's. I lied. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I just used two hours of sick time. I was like, mm, I don't really want to stay past two today. Well, hopefully your boss doesn't watch the podcast. She didn't even come in today either. <laughs> <laughs> she she, uh, she emailed me this morning and was just like, my little do- my daughter is sick or not feeling well, which is not true because I FaceTimed her because I couldn't find files on her computer and her daughter was sitting there going, Anthony, look at my dog. Look at the dog that I have. Look at my dog. Hey, look at the dog. Look. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Busted. It's all, yeah. about, it's all about the yeah. paper trail. Oh, yeah. But I was like, it's fine. I'm like, she wouldn't care. I told mm-hmm. her, she was like, I have a doctor's appointment at 2. I'm going to be leaving early today. She goes, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, perfect. Could have saved the video. Showing to the big boss. Mm-hmm. Taking her job. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> no, that's okay. I like you can be sick and like your dog. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very true. Yeah. You can be sick and like your dog. That is very yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a, a long weekend. You do anything fun, Kenny? Yeah, actually, we went pumpkin picking at um, Randall's Farm, I think, in Ludlow. Nice. I yep. never, that was my first time going. That's so right that my house. You pay a flat fee, and then you get as many pumpkins as you can fit in the box? No. No? So <laughs> you pay for a ticket. PPP, right? price per so, pumpkin? Man, it's like <laughs> per pound. Price oh, per pound per pumpkin. Yeah, but it's pretty oh. cheap. It's like, <laughs> it's what, like depending on which type of pumpkin you're getting, like 49 cents for, I think, the sugar pumpkins for per pound. Um, what constitutes like a good pumpkin? Like it's full bodied, no I, green. Honestly, I don't know. I, I like the ones with the warts on them. Hell yeah. Uh, really? yeah the ones <laughs> a little scarier. Yeah. Yeah. And once you start messing with them and you're like, oh, nice. All these warts all over it. You could turn it into like a, mm. like a thing, like the thing from the swamp, mm. you know, but like I'm not, I'm not artistic, thing. so I'm not good at. So how many pumpkins did you get? Well, the fiance, she bought like eight pumpkins. Nice. Dang. I was stuck in the in the face painting line with my son because he wanted to get a face painted and they only had one face painter for a place that was jam-packed with over 100 people. Wow. Wow. I was understaffed. So I was super frustrated. The lady <laughs> in front of me had two savage, vicious kids. Oh, God. One, like, were growling and making noises, weren't even using words to communicate. Mm. Like, <laughs> like so the I, their one face? kicked me and I just looked at him. I was like... Like, I will murder you. Like, <laughs> don't touch me again. <laughs> so do you guys get the pumpkins just to, like, decorate around the house, or do you kind of get them more, like, for the kids? 
to carve and for them to have the experience because like person like i don't i suck at decorating so i don't really decorate around the holidays but i know other people love decorating you put a pumpkin here you put a pumpkin there you decorate it honestly that's what i thought for years honestly we suck at decorating as well so we get the pumpkins for the kids um so they could go to town and do whatever they want with it we're both not artistic like that so i mean did they carve them yeah they did it today right before we came here okay nice yeah, so they carved away. My son did some creepy shit on his, like, you will die type stuff. I was like, and he was laughing, like, oh, like, Jesus, kid. They <laughs> <laughs> better on the pumpkin than something else. Right. right. Just let it out. Express yourself, boy. Listen, uh, you know, I think it might have been a mistake if me and him had just seen the first episode of Demon Slayer on, last night. So mm. I think it carried, that carried over into, into today. That yep. was, like, the goriest anime he's watched so far. Demon Slayer. That's when I said I started watching, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. I think the it's first episode's right. too bad. The, the most gory you see is, like, in the aftermath, right? Right at the end. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But still, like, that amount of blood is the most he's seen in a cartoon show in forever. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So what about you, Anthony? Uh, I hung out with you guys on Saturday. You did? I Came did. Came over. We played some Mortal Kombat. Played some Super Smash. Played Dive Kick for the first time. Dive Kick. That was, was a, lot a lot of fun. Yes. Dive Kick. I loved that game. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So Dive Kick is a game um, where there's only two buttons that do anything. One's jump and one is kick slash dive. So it's just like the ultimate footsies fighting game mm-hmm. where you're just judging what the other player is going to do as far as jumping in, as far as doing a quick jump and a, and a kick so that they only go up in the air a little bit. It's a one-hit KO for every move, and it's like first to six or five per round. Uh, so it can go all the way up to like ten rounds. But it's super fast-paced. Anybody can round you Riven. I remember that. Cause <laughs> oh, we, went yeah, to, we went to yeah. round 11. There was a round 11. <laughs> round you Riven. I'm not sure how that sounded. That, yeah. The narrative. I think there was like a draw, like double KOs a few times. Oh, yeah. okay, is that what it was? And that's how you got up to eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the narration in that game is it's so great. funny. <laughs> Whoever voiced it, it's a big the, parody the of itself. I like the guy in the footsie pajamas with the little neck pillow. He's like, hey, sorry, hey guys, because no matter what he was doing, he'd always be like, hey, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the oh, character yeah. selects are also hilarious. Whenever you just place X on somebody, there, you know, I can't think of the. Uncle Sensei, Uncle he Sen- has the boots, the camo boots for the hands, so he always, when he jumps, he has to, like, handstand, and he, like, just flips pretty much. Yeah, he was, like, my favorite when we were playing. He's awesome. <laughs> um, it was a good, good time. So that's cool. Yeah, we did that. Uh, the next day, Tyler and I met up and went to the Fall Festival, where I procured this little bad boy. It's a water canteen. And they're going to carry it wherever you go. Yeah, now it's me. Going to bring it to work. <laughs> um, you paid 10 bucks, and you could fill... A random box filled with like a bunch of shit um, junk a bunch of junk like I was literally walking through it spending 15 minutes at a time saying nope I don't want that I don't <laughs> nothing here I want eventually I found a couple mugs uh, that I was like sure and then this and then I, I threw them in Tyler's box so <laughs> yeah, this he, was like he the had pumpkins. plenty of room left <laughs> oh yeah you didn't find a lot of stuff I mean I got some stuff I got um, I did find a cat carrier I just remembered yeah you got a carrier yeah I got like a little like ice chest mm-hmm. over oh, the yeah, the little... by, above, by the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some more of those canteen things. I got some uh, silverware because so I have like I have silverware, but I only <laughs> it's have, good that more. I only have like four or five like regular size like steak forks. Mm-hmm. So I got more big forks. There you go. 
Um, what's the? I got some steins because Ooh. I didn't have any steins. Like you never go wrong. I, with it was a like stein. a. It's like a lidded stein. A lidded one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with those. Those'll be official. Uh, we also got a potato pizza. Oh Ooh. yeah, that pizza was so good. That was really good. So it's like uh, sliced red potatoes, like kind of made in pepperoni shape. Like imagine a thick pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue cheese. Oh, yeah. um, bacon. Bacon. Broccoli. Oh. Broccoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Oh, yeah, pizza sounds yeah. so good. I, I did miss the red sauce a little, just like Elena, my <laughs> wife, is always like, it doesn't have red sauce. I don't, it's not pizza. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that. Pizza's pizza. Uh, yeah, it was Brilliant. really good. It was really good. I always throw, like, a bag of chips on my pizza whenever I go to the pizza <laughs> shop down the street for lunch. If there's, like, my favorite is the, like, cheddar sour cream Ruffles Ridges. Take a bag of those, crumple them up a little bit, but on my slice of pizza, it doesn't matter what kind of pizza it is, you just take it. Pour it all over, and then if the slices are big enough, you curl up like a little sandwich taco. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. It's really good. It sounds really good. It's really good. Harden your jaw. Worth it. It's good. I have to try it out. I'd recommend it, especially like French fries. <clears throat> French fries on your pizza. All right. If you didn't know, I already said it was a video game podcast, and I wasn't lying. We're about to get to them. But did you also know, as it stated before the video, you can also find us on Discord. Join, join it. Talk with us. Uh, play a game with us. Uh, suggest if you want us to hop into one of your games, maybe we'll do that. We're we're open to it. Uh, we've also got some other good videos coming up. Anthony's been pumping out some some long plays. Check out the uh, Astral Chain, the Link's Awakening. Uh, you put up any Indivisible yet? Not yet. That's gonna be going up soon. Okay. Indivisible. Sounds good. Um, and then yeah, we'll be putting up other stuff soon. Oh, and the card openings. Can't forget those. Oh yeah, every Thursday. <coughs> now we're going through Final Fantasy Opus Four, the TCG. So that'll be coming out Thursday, second part. Very good. All right, guys. Let's get into what we've been playing. Who wants to start us off? Not everybody at the same time. Uh, (laughs) I've been playing Astral Chain. Still working through that, and that's been really good. Uh, I started Indivisible, which is really nice. It's uh, the art style is absolutely beautiful. It's by uh, Lab Zero, the guys that made Skullgirls, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest uh, draw, at least to me, to go and play it. The, so, what type of genre is this game? It's a mix between an action platformer and a turn-based RPG. So, you explore the levels and everything. There's no real HUD. It's like kind of Metroid or Castlevania type maps. You just press up on the directional pad, and she like looks up, but then it displays kind of the area map and it's all in like little tile grids to show where you've been and you go around that map you kind of just keep progressing right um, and to hit an enemy you can either attack them first or they'll attack you on the map and that'll start your combat and combat is displayed where you each get a button every character in your party there's four characters max are assigned to a face button mm-hmm. and depending on how many jewels you collect as to power up is how many actions each character gets per combat and it's cool because it's not just like you can't just mash all the buttons. You could, but each character kind of works differently with each other. And there's like 20-something characters, I think, to choose from. I haven't seen... That's a bunch. Yeah, nearly all of them. And I know there's going to be... There's a couple cameos from other games. I think Shantae is actually a cameo in the game as a party member. There's a couple characters, or one character at least, from Skullgirls. And cameo? Mm. From cameo? Oh, yeah, cameo is, yeah. That, that's what blew me away. I like. No, that. you're bullshitting me. No, but I think it's either cameo or... Oh, no, not Cameo. Does Shovel Knight? <laughs> there's, like, a couple. There's Transistor, the main character from Transistor's in it. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. There's, like, it's, it's crazy, like, the weird people they brought in. But actually, no, I did think, did they do Cameo? No, Cameo is, like, the Xbox 360 Yeah, but no, that's game. what I thought they meant, like, because I, I could have sworn I saw. I was just making a little pun. They might have. Uh, maybe. Like, I wish they did. I don't think, though. But I was like, oh, they might have. Because I remember seeing another character that was like, whoa, I think they'd put him in, but I can't remember who it is. Is Shovel Knight, too? 
Maybe. I don't know. There's a couple really cool surprises. Nice. Shovel Knight's getting his getting his shovel into everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Guest character in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, so how's the story? It's an RPG. It's pretty good. You start off classic, kind of like, oh, I'm the rambunctious young daughter of the destined hero, and I'm going to go train with my dad, who I don't have that good of a relationship with because we always butt heads. But oh no, tragedy happens, and now i got to go on an adventure to save the world. That sounds all right. That's pretty much just classic. I haven't gotten too far into it, but it's the story's pretty good so far. All right, that is Indivisible. I'm currently available, I think, on PS4, PC... Xbox mm-hmm. and Switch is coming out in December. I December, think. which is a while. Mm. Um, Forty bucks. Yep. Um, from what I hear, I think it's like a thirty-hour-ish yep. game. So definitely pretty meaty. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I've been hearing good things. Yeah, I'm excited to play some more. Let you guys know, and excited to show some more. Nice. Definitely, so I'm gonna get some yep. more actual chain done, and then been putting off Link for now. I gotta go back to Link. I haven't played Link in a little bit. So, do you want to say anything about Astral Chain? It's it's really good. I mean, it's the story. It's super super heavy. The way that I've been, at least trying to record it, it's weird because there'll be some like parts of the chapters where it's like basically filler, like a filler episode. I know the newest part I recorded is kind of like a filler episode. You go back to base. They give you more training to do because you get your weapon upgraded, and then you follow this like cutesy little mascot dog character around. She gives you an official tour of the like base that you're in mm-hmm. and then you go on the actual mission and that's like an hour and a half two hours of just actual like meat like story content and but it's like broken up by like oh chapter one chapter two and so this is a uh, from platinum games the mm-hmm. developers of near automata which was another very step story heavy action and adventure game uh does it have that level of sort of well, i guess i don't know if you got too far into that one but the, how is it um cinematic it's very cinematic, yes. It's yeah. but the controls. I feel like when comparing it to Near Automata, it's definitely not as f- like freeform. Like you know how you felt so loose and you could like very. You felt very fast. You could dodge uh, quickly. You had very very quick attacks. This one, your attacks really. You kind of feel like you're chained in a way because you have your other guy with you, but he's not always out. Your legion, or depending on what you have out, because you can get the four different types. But the movement for your character is a little slower. He's a little bit more sluggish. You definitely don't have that versatility you did in Nier. But it's a pretty good grounded combat system. You know, it focuses way more to like pay attention to enemy patterns, and there are more ways to react with different enemy attacks. Like you can send out your legion, and some enemies will telegraph like a little like light red beam will be shooting out in the middle of you, like getting ready for an attack, and you can send your legion around the beam. And the guy will shoot forward, and you can just grab him with your chain and then throw him back to stun him. Hmm. So there's like little cues that you can look out for. But it's combat's great so far. I just it's hard to kind of split it up without just sitting down and kind of committing for like two hours to just. Yeah, I mean you're currently in the middle of three different Switch games. So yeah, it's got to be a little bit overwhelming to like get get far in one. But. Yeah, but it's fun. I definitely am glad I chose Astral Chain to kind of like be the meat and potatoes because it's got a lot of content and you can actually change the color of your legion and i thought it was cool because one of the colors i unlocked is kind of an homage to have you guys seen neon genesis evangelion no you have now because you were like saying that you hadn't seen it a couple months ago i haven't seen it still but the colors that you can do one of the color combinations is like the ava combinations purple and green like purple green and black you can paint your legion that so i thought that was pretty cool cool yeah that's been uh high on my to-do list same maybe i'll go home and watch it tonight they have it on netflix they do you can't download it though Yep, I know it's a huge. There's all like a whole thing, and then people are upset because they changed 
the ending song to like most of the episodes because it was such an emotional impact. It was like Fly Me to the Moon or something like that, but they changed it because of copyright. They couldn't get the song anymore. Oh, bummer. Yeah, so like all the diehard Neon Genesis fans were like, oh, it's like a worse version of Watcher. <laughs> Don't watch it. The ending of anime music can't, can be awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how it always picks up in fairy tale mm-hmm. oh yeah at the very end of the episode mm-hmm. i love that that's how, mm-hmm. how hunter hunter is too like the second or third like ending is just it's great because it just starts at the end it's like will gong get out of this situation will he be touched by the big predator clown man find out and the music picks up and then it breaks down and then just ends. it's great it's great all right kenny so you and i have been playing a little game you're just starting i'm deep in um you had your first run at Slay the Spire, the uh, deck-building roguelike, which is free on Game Pass. Uh, what do you think? Honestly, I was like, I was sitting at home and I'm going through my, the Game Pass catalog, and I was like, I saw it, and I'm like, Wiley's been talking about this game nonstop. He even picked it up for the Switch. It has to be good. Like, I'm gonna install this just to see why he's hooked. Installed it, started playing, and I was like, wow. Now, I was like, if if only we weren't recording, I'd still be playing. <laughs> like because I like deck building games. Hell yeah! And the turn based RPG, almost a turn based element to it with the deck building. And I was like, wow! Like you know, like I was sitting there really thinking about my strategy. Like how is my deck built? Mm-hmm. Like what card do I want to pick next from the three options that I'm getting at the end of this battle? Like I was really thinking about it, and I and I made a mistake in the second act and I went really aggressive mm. with my deck. Do you mean you're just good at picking all attack cards? No, I was picking a, a card so I picked um I picked up a skill. The skill where it gave it gives you um every time you use a every time you use an armor card, right? You'll you'll attack the opponent opponent as well, but mm. then you exhaust that car that armor card. Mm, yeah. So in that so that's what actually messed me up in that battle against the last boss. Was it the in uh, actual, giant knight guy? The giant knight. That guy is a bitch. Because I actually whittled him down to sixty health. Dang. And lost because when it came down to it, he had he was gonna attack me twice for twenty four damage, mm-hmm. and I went into my deck to look for a, a armor card, and I was like, I just exhausted. All my armor cards Damn. and I have one armor card that's it mm-hmm. and I was like holy crap like he's gonna kill me yeah and I had no potions nothing so I was like huh it ends here yeah and there's times where you'll be playing and you'll see you know it tells you how much damage they're gonna do it'll be like seven times four you're like okay that's 28 damage you look through your cards you're like crap I got 21 defense, and I have a perk that like makes it so I have four every turn, but that's still not enough. It's about to end, Yep. and it's a bummer. Um, but I'm glad you liked it. I'll, I'll tell you a couple things that might be helpful um, going forward and something that I didn't start applying until I played through several times, or at least attempted to, because I still have not beat the last boss. Let me take notes. Um, you don't <laughs> want to pick up every card because... You want to have a deck that is somewhat focused and like you don't want you uh one guide i was saying was that during act one you should be focusing on getting uh offensive cards and then in act two you should be focusing on getting defensive cards and then once you have like a solid foundation of 20 to like or sometimes even like 17 to like 17 to 23 24 cards you want to stop picking up more cards and um exhausting cards every chance you get 
um, at the shops. If you have enough money, you can pay either 75 or 100 gold to get to remove one of your starting defense or attacks mm. because those just end up taking up room and not doing as much benefit to you as they would have otherwise. Okay. Uh, another thing is if you can manage it, take on the elites early on because if you end up dying to one in Act 1, at least you don't aren't dying in Act 2, and that way you're, you're getting the valuable trinkets that they drop, like uh, mm. the, because uh, they, they always drop one, the elites, they're the ones with the horns coming yep. out. Um, so that's a good thing to do. Um, other than, I mean, just pay attention to stuff like uh, this card will benefit this card. Uh, Synergy, know. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which that's is, synergy. you know, any, any deck building game, which is, it's a new genre to me. Um, and I will say that, like, I really wanted to get this one out of the way this morning because lately I've been feeling like I'm sort of playing too many different games. Mm. And I uh, usually play a game, I beat it, I move on. That's just sort of my MO when I play games. And there'll be maybe a couple that I come back to as a games as a service like Destiny 2, which I'll talk about after this. Um, but yeah, so I was really kind of discouraged this morning after I got to the last <laughs> boss after like a two-hour run where I was really planning everything out, um, and I got to the last fight and I just took my time every turn, only got him to like halfway down and just had no shot. So it was not any sort of RNG or anything. I just had a bad, not not a good enough deck. I had too many cards in my hand. There was things popping up like with wounds and status effects that were mm. um had built up over time uh and yeah just wasn't able to do the dps or or defend quick enough um and always look for the card whirlwind whirlwind is the straight up best card for the ironclad um okay. and so. so it's what it does is it deals five damage x amount of times x amount of times is all amount of energy that you have yep. eventually you'll have you'll upgrade it to five to eight damage per uh, attack and then you'll also have four or five energy so you'll be doing like 28 to 35 damage to each enemy which is really really good like you can sometimes wipe out three enemies with just one attack and that feels awesome okay that's amazing yeah i know that one of the cards i was in my you know my my first run through you know like that really got me through a lot of the humps was um the uh, discovery card that discovery card where it would let me pick one out of three cards and but then it would come and it would be added to my hand Mm -hmm. With a z with zero energy cost. Yeah. So that one really was like powering me, powering me through. Like so, whenever I can add that to my deck, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go with the dis discovery card because that's like a trump card. That's I was going full on. I felt like Yu-Gi-Oh, like trust the heart of <laughs> cards in that one. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I was in a bind. I'm like discovery. It's gonna yeah. pull me through, and I'm like, yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's one of the best parts about playing card games is just the whim of like, oh, what's this top deck? Top deck, please. Yep, the top Sometimes deck it comes down I to was it. Like, I was like, in some of the in some of those battles that I actually like early on, like I was struggling in Act Two, and I had to like conserve my potions to raise my uh, my health, and I got to that boss also with no potions, with like not full health, mm -hmm. but I was top deck into finished battles. I was like, all right. Like, and I'm drawing, like, this card lets me draw a card. All right, let's see what, what I get. I need to finish it with this draw. Mm -hmm. Draw, finish it, and I'm like, oh, oh, I almost died. Yeah, Damn, I know, right? <laughs> when you beat an act, you get your all your health back, Yep. Uh, which is a big relief. So you can kind of start anew. Um, uh, whenever you get to a rest site, you have the choice of either, which is probably every three or four moves, 
uh, you get to either heal 30% of your HP or upgrade a card. And upgrading your cards are huge. Like if you want to have a really good deck, you'll have at least 60-70% upgraded cards once you get to the last boss. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's a roguelike, so everything is a little bit different. I do wish there was a little more enemy variety now that I've put in 20 hours-ish. Uh, um, like so, that. <clears throat> I got a question. Yeah. So at, at every fight in a run, your deck gets replenished. You're not like using cards or anything like that. Or... It, so you'll have a, a, draw pile, a draw pile and a discard pile, um, and it all goes back into your draw pile at the beginning, at the end of the fight. <clears throat> okay. Um, and then you also, after every single enemy you defeat, you get to choice of one of three cards uh, to add to your deck, or you can skip it, which you want to start doing later once you're happy with your deck, uh, unless it's like a really rare fund. Mm, right, yeah. yeah. So I think I, I was asking you earlier, is there like a minimum and like a maximum like deck size? You wouldn't want to be at the minimum because you start with 12 and you definitely want a few more after that. Mm. Um, what happens if you run out of cards mm. in the, a fight? The discard pile just goes back in. Yeah, it just. Mm, I mean, I feel like though a lot of times for deck building games, sometimes it's like better to just like be at like more towards the minimum, whereas compared to the maximum number of cards, because the more, the less fewer card, the fewer cards you have, the more likely you are to draw like a pow really powerful strong card. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, maybe there probably is a, a twelve card or a ten card, like, really super a, deck a setup. Yeah, that you know, would depend on really good drops and mm. um, just, you know, some luck thrown in there, uh, obviously. That's what I liked about the quim format for, like, speed duels, uh, like, you give speed duels or duelings, because you play with, like, a 20 to 30 card deck. But it takes discipline in order to not just pick up every card that seems good that you see. You're like, oh, that's better than my attacks and my defense. Because if you pick up a card, you have to put it in your deck. Yeah, the moment you pick it, like one from the three options, it goes straight to your deck, and then you gotta pay money to take it out of your uh, take uh, a card out gotcha. of your deck. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So yeah, I can see where Wiley's going with that. Where you don't wanna pick every card up. Like I will, I took it, and like I didn't understand that concept, so I was adding cards, but I was being somewhat picky about it. So I was like, I was looking at the energy as well. So I was like, wow, you know, I'm only I only got three energy most turns, so I don't wanna pick up a card that's three energy. You know, that's my whole turn, mm -hmm. unless it's something mm -hmm. really amazing. So there was a skill card that would every turn give me plus two strength, which ultimately would increase every single attack I did uh, thereafter. But I understood that that one I would only use if the enemy wasn't going to attack me. So I was like, okay, he's not going to attack me. So whatever he's going to do is there. That, is that demon form? Yep. People say that's one of the best cards. It is. And so yeah. I, I found it to be really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I added it and I was like, all right, perfect. I would use it time in a in a timely manner like, i'm like all right perfect this is the perfect time it looks like they're gonna do maybe a spell maybe make me vulnerable make decrease and make me weak to something some let me add some strength every turn i'll get two plus two strength um let me use it now and i could just defend them a block or attack next turn when it gives you the option to pick up a new card does it also allow you to just like examine your current deck Yes. At the same time, mm -hmm. okay, that's good, mm -hmm. because it really all just boils down to like synergy with yeah. deck, deck games. Yeah, and you so. can skip. You can skip and not choose one of the three cards. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and I that, that's where I, I I say my synergy got messed that up. Like once I went towards that that I was like, all right, I'm gonna go real offensive, 
and I and I was like with this one card that just exhausted. When when you exhaust it, it's like um, it's gone to the end of the fight. Yeah. So it's what is it? And you, you can't reshuffle again. Yep. You, you can't. It doesn't go back in like Wally's saying. It's like chain of memories. Mm. Yes. You can't recharge. And there's a <laughs> bunch of cards, or there's several cards where it's like you do nine damage, and you get to pick one up from your discard pile and put it at the top of your draw pile. No. So exhausted cards, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. But that one was like I I know which one that one is. That's the headbutt one. Mm -hmm. one. Yep. So that one's a great one. So that one I used a lot when I wanted like I would use it. That's two. That's a two um two energy one. So I would use it to try and bring back a one energy block one. To then block so i'm like i did decent damage and i could maybe block and an incoming attack you know you know give and take yeah. so i was doing like that i was mixing it up a bit with my attacks and my defense as well all right that's what's up fine yeah. i'll finally install it when i get home <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that, and so. i kind of wish there was like a competitive like roguelike like drafting card builder type of game. Yeah, there's not really a roguelike, but I mean, they have like the draft packs and stuff on that new uh, dual, new Yo dual game, or pretty yeah. much any like, like Hearthstone has that like arena where you pretty much draft. And there is yeah. a uh, daily climb single player thing in this, which I haven't done yet because I want to beat the damn game, but mm -hmm. that yeah. is one of the com competitive aspects. Yeah, because I think there's a leaderboard and high scores. You want to get the high scores mm -hmm. with your friends or globally, I'm not sure, but yeah. I saw it and I unlocked it after, after my first run. I'm like, huh. Oh, well, I'm yeah, excited to check it out. Yeah, I think it would be cool if it would, like, say if we all had it on Switch, we could all go through like yeah. a dungeon and like at certain points, we'd have to like wait and like fight each other and continue on you're talking about your own made up game now <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe. yeah oh, okay <laughs> i wanted to do a board, board games are pretty cool i like if ascension's kind of like that you ever heard of ascension the deck building game um is it a real card game it's a real card okay. game yeah, it's no. like a board-esque game but it looks pretty cool the art's sweet but uh i've never played it but it looks really cool it's a deck building game okay. so some, something to look into if you like deck building games nice so that was a good solid 10-15 minutes on Slay the Spire. Um, Kenny and I are playing on Game Pass. As he mentioned, I like it so much. I bought it on Switch so I could play it. How much was it on Switch? 20. It's on sale for 20 now. Usually it's 24.99, which is a little steep. Uh, but I've definitely gotten the, the time out of it. You can play while I poop. Um, instant sell for me. So the other thing that I've been playing a good amount of this week is Destiny 2 Shadowkeep expansion, uh, which is the new $35 uh, standalone um kind of big content drop for the year for Destiny. Uh, and you're returning to the moon, which is one of the central locations, planets from the first game. Uh, so there's some nostalgia there. Um, the campaign is pretty cool. I wouldn't say it's as strong as Forsaken's was last year. Not quite as memorable from a story standpoint. Um, there's also only one area as opposed to two. Last year we got the Dreaming City and the Tangled Shore. And the moon, while it is very cool, does not quite live up to the just the diversity and, and wealth of content that, that Forsaken dropped. But uh, so earlier I played through the new Horde mode, which is kind of what they seem to be doing a lot of these days, uh, just putting different tweaks on it. Um, activity called um, Vex Offensive. The Vex are kind of the main protagonists this time around, um, once again. Uh, it takes place at the Black Garden, which if you are familiar with Destiny 1, is one of the areas where the end game of the original campaign was. Uh, so it's very, it's a, it's a cool aesthetic. It's kind of got some emerald green and, and bright reds and like a, a futuristic um, overgrown 
pyramid type thing. A lot of the weapons and armors have the same aesthetic going on, which if you're playing this activity, you're getting a shit ton of. I literally played this mode for two hours today. I got the same scout rifle called Imperative, I want to say six times. Wow. But can't you break that down into materials you, you can, can use for... You can. But it's just annoying to see the same. It's just annoying yeah, to see... The, that yeah, that sucks. And so, like, my weekly pinnacle gear, once I got 100% of the activities, was a 905. Mm-hmm. Uh what did I say it was called? Is the the pinnacle? No, no. I kept I, I kept thinking of vodka when you said rifle. pinnacle. <laughs> it's the scout assault rifle. rifle. Yeah, scout no, rifle. it's a scout rifle, and it's a good gun. Uh, but I mean, when it's dropping that much, it certainly doesn't feel special or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. That's um, just kind of like, well, everybody's got one of these, I guess. Yeah, and the the mode itself is very impressive and fun. Um, it da- it adds a little bit of very light um, thinking outside the box uh, for a matchmaking activity. You just have to essentially kill a certain amount of Vex within a, a time limit, and then it'll change up a little bit where you have to um, defeat 12 Oracles, and Oracles got introduced back in the Vault of Glass, the first raid in Destiny 1. Um, so you, you defeat certain enemies, they drop uh, these orbs, these things that make the game turn third person, and they're the only way that you can damage the Oracles. And you have to do six of them, and then you have to kill 12 of them during the next phase. And the third, there's a pretty pretty cool fight against the, the Gate Lord. Oh, is that when you get the sword? You, like, get the cool sword, and you go third person, and you're like, Ring. It's the same concept, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a projectile, like, laser beam instead cool. of a sword. And so I am having fun. I will say that the game, um, and a lot of people I know feel the same way that aren't on the daily grind or haven't been like me, it's overwhelming. Uh, looking back on my quest log, I've got... 40 something or maybe even 50 something quests uh, that I'm you know either at the very start of at the very end of somewhere in the middle it's a little bit hard for me to figure out what I want to do um, especially when I don't have a consistent group of people that I'm playing with so I'm not like oh I'll just do whatever Jerry wants to do mm-hmm. and I'll level up my so and so so I'm kind of making all the decisions on my own and uh, for better or for worse yeah, the combat's still phenomenal. It's still the best shooting, I think, out there in a, in a console game. Um, I think that it's one of the most technically impressive games of all time with all the amount of shit that's happening on screen. The fact that it's a you know seamless world with up to six players hopping in and out of these public events and shit just gets so crazy and the particle effects are out of this world. But as far as the excitement of the content and the drops that I'm getting it's been a little bit of a mixed bag. Like mm. I like some of the legendary guns and stuff that I'm that I'm getting from the quests on the moon. Um, going about getting them hasn't been the most exciting. It's been a little up and down, um, mm. to be honest, my experience overall. But Is this which uh, number content expansion is this now to Destiny 2? So this is the, this is the beginning of the third year. It's the second major like expansion. Okay. Yeah, so they had... What they've... They've changed up the economics a little bit so when it first came out they did what they did in the first game they came out with curse of osiris and Warmind, and those were like 20 dollars standalone uh mostly story things where you beat it and then it was sort of like eh, well what now now i got a couple exotic quests they're trying to space that out a little bit more make it a little bit more of a, a live game mm-hmm. um and so they dropped the content with shadow keep on the moon where there is sort of a 
somewhat of a contained story. Um, they break it up a little bit by making you perform various activities throughout. So it takes you a little bit longer to, to beat it. You're not just going from, from uh, story mission to story mission to story mission. It like forces you to go to the moon and kill a hundred of this enemy and search this lost sector in order mm -hmm. to progress, which, you know, I understand why they wanted to do it. It makes it so it's a little bit, uh, breaks it up a little bit more and makes it so you don't necessarily finish it in two or three nights. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I if you're a fan of the game and you're just looking to get back into it, I think this is definitely no insult to players. Um, I think that the base game, if you're, I mean, the base game is free now. I don't know if you know that. Oh, wow. Um, and that comes with, I don't even want to go over it. Look it up. It comes with a good amount of stuff. The, ori <laughs> the original Destiny 2 game, uh, maybe like the, the Warmind and Curse of Osiris campaigns as well, too, which that right there is a plethora of content. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a great game. I, I, I think the expansion is a bit of a mixed bag. Um, there's a battle pass now akin to every other game ever. Mm -hmm. Um, where you are leveling up to level 100. Each level you get uh, two tiers, one that's paid that comes with the Shadow Keep expansion. Uh, the other is free to all players. Um, get some cool stuff there. Nothing, nothing life-changing or game-changing, yeah. but, but some stuff that is like, oh, nice. Do you get that with average player? Do you have to be in Crucible? Like player people, you do it no matter what. Oh, that's good. Like so, everything you do, um, that's cool. You you level that up, um, and certain things just, well, I should say bounties are what gets you XP. Um, mm -hmm. It's not just like every enemy you kill, but there are so many bounties and vendors now. You're always working towards something. Mm. Neat. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Destiny Two. So you want to? I know you just briefly played it, Kenny. But what's up with uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, the latest Tom Clancy joint? I'm so far positive. Um, it, it's so I think a departure they had from Wildlands. I don't know. I don't know if you guys play Wildlands at all. I mm -hmm. didn't know. No. So in Wildlands, you know, you might have switched your guns, you know, um, but the rest of your gear was kind of went like kind of untouched unless it was cosmetic, maybe a ghillie suit you'd pick up. Um, but here it's all like gear scores. It's almost like um, it's like. Wildlands meets Division. So meets Destiny. Meets Destiny meets like Borderlands. So meets Borderlands. <laughs> oh, it's all of it. So you know it has you have a gear score. You got to increase your gear score to take on, you know, so you could be at least, you know, somewhat doing damage against higher, you know, higher enemies. Like I, when you open up the map, it's like, oh, recommended gear score is like 140 for a mission. And so I'm it's like, like oh, leveling wow. without saying it's leveling. Well, you know, you level still. Oh, wow. Okay. You, so you level and you gain skill points for different things like reloading faster. Um, That's cool. Some stealth stuff, carrying more ammo. I don't know. know what it is about playing games that give you like a leveling system, no matter if it's like an RPG or a first person shooter. As long as I'm gaining experience for doing the actions that I'm doing, mm -hmm. I just feel accomplished. And I'd rather play those games over ones where it's just like, I can progress unless it's like a really gripping story. Yeah. I'm just like I need to. I need that XP. I need those levels. I'm getting a little bored of the XP, but I hear you. I hear mm -hmm. you. Just I just have to like trick myself into I'm I'm accomplishing something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so so far the the story seems good. It's visually amazing. I already saw John Bernthal's character like right. You 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 see his character right away, within the first 15 minutes of the game. You okay. you come into contact with him. He kills somebody and it's real brutal. And I'm, you're like holy shit. This is just the, the Punisher is here. Oh, like he, he he's out here. So that that's uh, 
Who, what's, what's he from again? Walking Dead and... Walking Dead, The Punisher, and he was actually in all of Pain and Gain, the movie. He's been in, in a lot of things. He's in, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah. So, so far, it's not bad. Um, tried to take on a mission, and I was just getting mowed down. Like, the last mission I tried to take on, I was getting mowed down by helicopters. Like, I was getting spotted every other minute, and I was like, holy fucking shit. Playing solo? Yeah. I hear that the game's real tough solo. Yeah. It, it seems it. Yeah. <laughs> so like he discouraged me for a second yeah like just because of like how tactical it, it is and yep. like having a team would distract other enemies or whatever from well, your locations and stuff like that right not even that it's having a team you could you could coordinate taking the shots so, like if there's through through four enemies and it's four of you guys you could coordinate all right i got the one on the right you got the middle one you got the left you got the far f- furthest one to the left in th- on three, we're taking headshots. You know, mm-hmm. well, I play Wildlands, and that's how we went about it. Like, of course, occasionally you had the one person who had the horrible aim. So three out of four people went down with headshots, and the one guy's like, "Oh, it's shooting at us!" And I'm like, "Who missed it?" <laughs> and I'm looking out, like, "Really, really, Raymond?" Really? <laughs> uh, that was an easy shot. <laughs> and I, if I'm not mistaken, those games you had three AI combatants with you. If you were playing solo, right? Yep. And this, you're on your on your own snake, on your, on snake your eater own. style. Yeah. So it's like I, I I didn't even know how to throw up my drone, and even then I felt like like all the drone is doing right now is like spotting people for me. So it's like all right, I know where they are, and I know where they're mm-hmm. going walking, but I still got to take them out by myself. You know, the enemies aren't too tough, but still, like you have different difficulty enemies rolling around as well. So the mission might be giving you enemies you can handle. But the caravan that just walked, drove by might be OP. It sounds yeah. like Far Cry. You're just trying to get something done. It's like, oh, I hit him with the blast ball. So this was me. I was like, like it's like 8.5 kilometers away. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, I got to get to this thing. So I'm like, all right, I'm in my motorbike going through mount- uh, going through hills and all that stuff. Helicopter. I'm like, shit. Like, all right, I'm like trying to evade this thing. Nope. Do, 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 do. I'm like, all right, I took that helicopter down. So I literally destroyed two helicopters before the third one killed me. I'm like, I just, I can't win right now. Like, maybe I, you need to go off and do some other stuff and level up a bit. Maybe I tried playing Ghost War, and people take this so serious. Like, I, I, I couldn't see where anybody was, and I was before I got smacked by somebody. Like, is this a, so what is the that? Ghost War? Is the PvP? Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah it, it has in there. It has it has it straight off uh, straight off the uh, the back in the Wildlands. It got introduced as DLC like later in later on into the stories and later on into the games like Shelf Life. Yeah. Um, but it's right. They they have launched Ghost Wars there, and it's good quality quality PvP. Like you know, like you really have to be tactical about it. And which I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't have much you, patience. I'm, I'm just like, honestly, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm just running through the grass. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm like, most of my right, deaths in Borderlands or any kind of shooter, I'm just like, okay, let's get as close as you can. And then like be right in front of the guy and just shoot at him. <laughs> like, I'm probably, this isn't probably the best way to play the game, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Tossing grenades. Like uh, people already know where I am. I think I got spotted right away. <laughs> like, yeah. You hit me with a head, the, my head, hit me in the head with a hammer. Like, I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Can't talk good. Can't yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So 
just reminded me. You just reminded me about Mortal Kombat 11 DLC. When you hit me in the head with a hammer there too. Man, oh no no. <laughs> so, anything else you want to say about Breakpoint? No no. I actually still don't have much more more, more to say. I'm sorry yeah. I, I interrupted you with a hammer talk. Ken. No no. You're good because you it's reminded me of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, <laughs> T-800, the new DLC character. You Do you have to say his outfit was sick? What? His outfit. His outfit. And they, I like the It was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he's a very... I think they did a good job with the model. I think the, yeah. the voice is... It's you. Anybody could do it. You're right. Anybody yeah. can do this, imper- like, an impression of it. Be like, I'll, I'll be back for you. But he does it really flatly, and I don't think that he's as accurate as... No. I even heard some people in real life that I've met do Arnold impressions. So, I mean, I, I, that's a little disappointing. And I also... Feel like maybe with these characters we should be getting a little bit more content like a, a stage mm. like smash what, bros yeah, does exactly it. So that, because smash bros is spoiling me you get like <laughs> 10 new songs you get the stage you get spirits did they announce? Get, you do get skins fair enough um well, go ahead did, no did they announce when terry's coming out yet I don't know if that's like no, not yet. I don't know. I just want to know who the next one is. I feel bad because I, I feel spoiled because now they're like, okay, we're gonna have one more guy, and then we're gonna have more DLC guys. I'm yeah. Like, okay, fuck Terry. Who else is coming? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I think he's a pretty, he's an all right character. I also have playing as Nighthawk for the first time, who I enjoy quite a bit more. Okay. Um, I, you know, he's sort of a, a grappler. It seems like he's got a couple good projectiles. I was having trouble figuring out what his juggle move is to, to get some combos going. Um, he's definitely a pretty high DPS character, um, so we'll see if he becomes viable or not. But mixed bag on, on T800, in my opinion. He looks like a dad that showed up to like one of his son's friend's college parties to like, <laughs> who's got the keg? I am the wife's not home for another 10 minutes. Give me a cup. <laughs> this is my son, Arnold Jr. You girls better be nice to him. I was in movies, you know. And actually, I haven't uh, delved into this skin, so I don't know if you can play as 1984 Arnold or... Mm. Um, pretty sure there are, like, exoskeleton ones. I was going to say, I hope you get at least, like, the half-face one. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they are They are there, so... Don't want to be too hard on NetherRealm. It's a great game. Maybe <laughs> one of the best of the year. Uh-oh. Ooh, yeah, girl. All right. But uh, speaking of shooters, I, on a whim last night, downloaded Call of Duty Mobile, which I, one, would never see myself downloading, and two, didn't think it would be as fun as it is. Because it's just, I'm really good at it, one. It's it's (laughs) super easy. It's very easy. They have, like, the way the controls are a little awkward, but my roommate texted me. He's like, oh, my friends at work are playing it, so I'm doing it at work right now with a bunch of friends. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'll give it a shot. And it it was entertaining. I'm not, like, big. I'm more, like, into the Destiny kind of, like, sci-fi or fantasy oriented mm-hmm. kind of stuff but this is just straight up like hey, we're m- marines or yeah yeah, yeah it's but, like was this what was used in the last mass shooting yeah that yeah exactly exactly just the yeah. guns are too real everything's too real yeah. but it's fun and it's quick and surprisingly unless you have a really shitty internet connection it's pretty good mm-hmm. yeah it's super easy um, mm-hmm. and that's the new mobile game where you're playing against other humans mostly yep. or yeah and yeah. why is it easy then that's what I said. I was like, there's, there's no way. There's bots in there, too. Right? There's got to be bots. Well, it's just like Nintendo trying to pull the wool over your eyes with their multiplayer. Yeah. I, think, I think it's easy because technically, all you have you don't have to really pull a trigger. You just have to get the reticle over an enemy in the auto shoots. I heard that. So, uh, so pretty much, I was just sitting there kind of just being like, oh, here you are. But he's keeping it straight, not moving. I'm like, he's dead. 
Oh, here you are. You're dead. Yep. Like, just kind of like. I even have it on advanced. Some too, people are like just being. Just shoot, some like. people are just like. Some people are pretty good. Like, I was like, holy crap. But I was like. I was just surprised. You're, you're, like, being, you're being super aggressive with an auto fire game. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're running all over the place. I'm like, I'm just walking. And I'm like. Doot. I'm mowing down people with a pistol. Uh, They're trying to come at me. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, this shouldn't be this easy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I'm pretty good now. So yeah, that won't translate at the end of the. No, week. it won't at all. I'll be like, where's the touch controls? <laughs> Guys, do you have an adapter for my phone? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much MLG called Call of Duty. I'm gonna be be at the next Evo. That'll be related to one of our upcoming stories for our next segment, which we call cruising for a newsin'. Cruising for a newsin', the part of the show where we get together some stories, put them on a page, read them back to you, and talk about it. First of all, that was a nice, meaty, what we've been playing, guys. Yeah. I, I got to say, it was good. Some good back and forth there. Um, but now, moving on to our first story, Fortnite ending. What? It's all over. So, womp womp. I uh, had been hearing for some from some kids that I know, that I work <laughs> with, that like, so I hear Fortnite's ending soon, and uh, some crazy shit's going to happen, and they're like, it's just going to be over. And I was like, yeah, that's not happening, that, They make too much money. That's not going to end. Don't yeah, worry. Like, what do you, that's just some rumor that some YouTuber started that like gained traction or something. But no, um, I'm going to just read the story via IGN here. The event began off much like last season's. A timer appearing above the visitor's rocket at Dusty Depot reached zero, and the rocket began to hurtle off towards space. Much like the original Season 4 event, the rocket caused various rips in time and space, hurtling through the night sky. Before long, a multitude of rockets began appearing from the rifts and similarly careened around the map. After about a minute, all the rockets suddenly converged on one point where the frozen meteor would have fallen. A large burst of energy, not unlike the most recent unvaulting event, then began to throw every player up into the air. Players were thrown so high that they could see the entirety of the Season 10 map, before it appeared to collapse into the black hole you see above. <laughs> At 11.24 a.m., approximately 1.4 million people were viewing Fortnite's official stream of the event, and that's just their official stream, much more people watching other streams, uh, which has been resting on an image of the black hole since the end of the event. The Fortnite Twitter account has also blacked out its profile picture. <laughs> Epic Games have effectively shut down their billion-dollar franchise intentionally until further notice. A series of numbers have begun to appear around the black hole at seemingly irregular intervals. So far, we've spotted 11, 146, 15, and 62. Like, <laughs> There's no clear meaning on what the numbers of this mean, but they're certainly tied to Fortnite Chapter 2. The, mu the new map that Fortnite appears to be soon getting was previously leaked this week via the iOS App Store. Um, the event drew more than 6 million concurrent viewers between Twitch and YouTube, according to industry analyst Rob Breslau. Enough people watched the event that Twitch uh, had to momentarily shut down the service. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Like the, the biggest, most viewed video game stream in history, video game event in history. Yeah. is a black hole. Is a black hole. Still getting millions of views. As of a few hours ago, I booted up this morning just so I could... Is it uh, still just black? So, it's still black. Yeah, so... When you first try, it's kind of cool because it sort of looks like the normal lobby screen, and then everything just starts getting all scattered and um, choppy, and it says like technical difficulties, experiencing error, and then it just sort of fades to black in a trippy way, and then fades into this black hole, and then this sort of soothing 
music that's sort of akin to like the PS4 menu music yeah. kicks in, and that's all that it is now. Huh. Um, so as of when was this, Tyler? Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So yesterday morning, this game that makes who knows how many thousands of dollars a day, the millions of dollars a day, has just been offline. And making I, no money. Making <laughs> no money. I want to see like vid- video footage of kids that threw temper tantrums. Like how many kids had meltdowns? Like I can't play Fortnite. Yes. Mom, call Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pay the bill? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that too. Oh my god, I love it. Like the oh, Warcraft no. kid where he put the controller up his butt. It yeah. was like, it was fake. It was staged. But he was like, Warcraft kids my subscription. Remember that? That was like yeah. one of the first cringe videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's internet gold. I don't think I saw that. Uh, it's, but it's bad, but it's. So I I have five dollars on the line with Tyler <laughs> that we will not be getting season eleven and the new map until Thursday. Until Thursday. So we're yeah. recording this on Monday due to some circumstances. The episode will go up on Wednesday. Um, Twenty four hours after the episode goes uh, up. We'll get season eleven. I don't. I, don't, I highly doubt it. Seven eleven. I think that's way too long for them to so be offline for. So, what's your prediction, Tyler? I think probably by midday tomorrow, Tuesday. Yeah, that if mm. I had to put money on it, that's what I would do. Um, if, but Kenny, though, he he makes a good point. Like people are gonna start. It's gonna start being the front page of like Everyone. newspapers. Like, where's Fortnite? What's people, happening? People, what are they thinking at Epic? It's gonna have so, <laughs> and then they keep on dropping more clues and i was reading more into it i guess these numbers people are theorizing that it correlates with um the antagonist of the i didn't realize that the season even has a story there's a like, bad guy there's a there's a storyline to this Fortnite seasons wasn't yeah, Fortnite supposed right. to have like a single player mode too and then they're like yeah oh, the, battle royale the, the save the world yeah. yeah yeah so the antagonist and they were like theorizing that when you pick out the words via the numbers um, it ends up comes making a sentence out something like I I am not the only one. There's others out there, you know. Freddy Fazbear, so, something something like that because the antagonist supposedly is from outside the the void, the map void, because I guess the map was in a in a time loop. So I was reading into it, wasn't understanding it. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so if the numbers co- coincide with a message, we're gonna get more 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 cryptic messages it's going to just keep building it up for the train the hype train to season 11 for this new map for the next part of the story and it, some gameplay changes is what i hear it, too it, it, yeah so they're going to introduce some new things i think also thursday will finally get save the world for free because i guess save the world was still you know purchasable. oh really so i think thir- i think thursday it'll be a big big drop it'll be i mean yeah i am hoping that i would say the, 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 the new drop they are gonna officially announce that it's no longer in beta that's just gonna yeah be they've <laughs> at this point they better be <laughs> i remember even seeing like when it was first coming out like when we were first doing level with you like two years ago be like well guys this game that's coming out called fortnite the aesthetic looks really cool don't know what it's about we should go back and watch that clip <laughs> yeah um I'm sure there's a bunch of game theories already out there too. I'm sure MatPat's mm-hmm. already on it. That's an exciting idea, though. I hadn't heard that people are thinking that uh, Save the World, so the game would have a proper campaign. So I would feel I would play that. Yeah, um, it'll be free from the starting season 11. So Thursday, it's it'll be new map, new features. Save the World's gonna be free. It's just a hypothesis. Hypothesis. Yes. This is just my theory. Yeah. I'm going with what I've read on the internet. I don't take credit for all of these things. I'm just putting Kenny together. is in no way associated Every- with Fortnite or any release with the <laughs> Epic Game Store. 
But Epic, if I get it right, man, just give us a shout out. You know? Yeah, yeah. please. We could use it. Come share, on. Share, Come on, Epic. Sh- share the episode. Send me a cool. Uh, what are they? <laughs> what do you have in that game? Twitter. Send us a cool, like I don't know, foam pickaxe or diamond armor. That's what they have in that game, right? Or a donkey skin. Yeah. Yeah. Send us all the cool uh, creeper. The, the creeper what skins. What was it? The DJ Yonder. What was the first thing? That, like, what was it? Like, people hiding in bushes. So, like, send us a bush. Yeah, I'll yeah. get a bush. I can, I can give you a bush. I can't show it on camera, but I can send you one. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is just like such marketing genius not by yet. epic yeah because i'm not a fortnite fan but even like i'm like very interested as to like what is happening yeah i mean even hearing the news i do want to play it again now because i played it again or i played it last summer for a bit and it was fun but it's hard to find somebody that hasn't played it so yeah. even if you had just you know i probably played 10 hours total in across all the seasons uh yeah, or so things. and i've had some fun with it for sure um so Everybody feels like they've had at least some part of this phenomenon that's been going on. And just having everybody talk about this one moment, I think, is driving the conversation in such a way that everybody wants to jump back in. Um, at least that's what I'm That's what I'm picking up. Maybe the answer is Mementos. Guys, we have to go to Mementos to see what's really going on in this collective subconscious. Joker's coming to Fortnite. <laughs> oh, my God. It wouldn't surprise me. They already did a Thanos crossover, didn't they? Yep. yep. And Bat- yeah. They've done Batman. a Batman. They've done a, done a crossover for everything. And there's a Borderlands thing, apparently. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yep. There yeah. was. Yep. Not, there isn't, because it's yeah, the end. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Looking yeah, cool, it's, Joker. So I guess, I guess we'll find out. We'll uh, tweet out or post on our Facebook when... Whoever wins the bit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say Wednesday. I'm going to go in the middle. And also, if you want to play, once it does get opened, uh, just hit us up in the Discord and we'll, we'll hop in there with yeah. you. Schedule it. You know, okay. we're, we're active in there, I think. I've, I've been playing um, Siege. You've been on Gears? I, I've played Siege with, with, with one of our Discord members here and there. So, you know, we are playing with people. Mm-hmm. Somebody, jump, somebody jump teach me how to build good. Yeah, same. I can't build for shit. I'm just like, oh, let's go. Down. That's one thing I can't do. I can't build. Yeah, yeah, the building's what throws me off. You it's just like a battle royale. That's true. Pretty much just the walls for shields. All right. So last week we skipped over something that was just kind of recent events, and it's been sort of a pile-on of bullshit and lack of communication and anger ever since. And this is what's been going on with Blizzard regarding pro Hearthstone player Blitzchung, as well as a couple uh, casters. Um so, brief summary of what happened. There was a Hearthstone event going down. Uh, there was a post-game interview with one of the victors who goes by Blitz Chung, um, who there's some difficulties uh, with what the exact translations were or what the casters said. Some, some were saying that they sort of prompted him to say something like they knew what he was about to say uh, because they said something like, all right, say the six words or the eight words or whatever it was. And... Uh, Aye, aye, aye. So uh, he uh, ended up saying, um, free Hong Kong, revolution of our times, something akin to that. Uh, he was quickly cut off. Uh, Blizzard swiftly announced that they were taking away his prize money, uh, several thousand dollars. They were also going to ban him from the competitive scene for, up to, for a year. Um, and same thing that goes for the casters. Uh, this created a lot of outrage a lot of people saying you know blizzard's just bowing down to uh china because they have so much business interest in Mm -hmm. there uh you know it's a huge huge market um a lot of blizzard games have a particularly large audience over there um so yeah what what were your guys's initial thoughts on this i want to 
get your opinion. I felt pretty dumb when I first uh, was like, I kind of like breezed through the article or like didn't really have much uh, knowledge of really what was going on. And I was talking to you guys on Saturday. I was like, yeah, I was like, who is harassing? Because I thought that the casters were harassing the guy and that's why he said it. And then they got, or then he got in trouble because they provoked him to say something. But I don't think I really understood it because the way that I'm perceiving it that or that I see it now is that they were just like, oh, interviewing him and he's just like, yeah, I won. And then he wanted to say what he wanted to say. And then since it was like Blizzard's like so supported by China and it's like a, isn't there, is there a thing going on in China right now where it's very. Yes. So okay. like there's, there's a big, there's daily protests happening in Hong Kong that um, they want to stop being interfered with, with the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want, uh, they're completely against all the all the communism stuff well it's a complicated situation that i don't want to <laughs> pretend like i'm an expert at i have no clue yeah. about anything uh, ever aside from hentai and like maybe the occasional game so, so don't worry so i know that part of some of the stuff started off with the extradition law so they wanted to allow extradition from some of these you know independent what's islands, extradition mean you know like that they'd be able to you know, if they arrested somebody, they'd be able to bring them into mainland China. Oh, okay. You know, so that's kind of tension started growing from there, and then they started where they were trying to impl- uh, imply or uh, put on more lo- these more laws and rules onto main Hong Kong because Hong Kong almost like works in its own under its own like different like laws, not completely. They still have almost the same exact. Yeah, rules I've been meaning laws, to get this laws as China, but they they have some freedoms that they work under. Yeah, so that's like the their own jurisdiction. That, yeah, way. their own mm-hmm. jurisdiction. So it was almost like China was like, no, we're going to reel, reel you in. And they're like, yeah, no, this isn't happening. And we're not going to be okay with it. So I haven't really read every topic that has built up the protest and has turned the protest into violent protest because it has reached that point where they have become violent. Um, but it, it's insane. It's insane what's happening over there. And Blizzard handled it. <clears throat> horribly, mm. you know. Yeah, so they actually took days to come out with a statement. Um, <laughs> and this was, like, it was very people, like, uh, in droves, canceling their Blizzard accounts, mm-hmm. um, deciding to leave the Hearthstone community. Uh, just an all-around terrible look for them. Uh, and I don't want to read the whole statement because it would take me several minutes. Um, but, let's see. This is the quote that I took from their president, J. Allen Brack, who's been with Blizzard since um, 1999. Uh, And this is in his justification for the ban that they took uh, out on Blitzchung as well as the casters. Playing fair also includes appropriate pre- and post-match conduct, especially when a player accepts recognition for winning in a broadcast. When we think about the suspension, six months for Blitzchung is more appropriate after which time he can compete in the Hearthstone Pro Circuit again if he so chooses. There is a consequence for taking the conversation away from the purpose of the event and disrupting or derailing the broadcast. With regard to the casters, remember their purpose is to keep the event focused on the tournament. They didn't, that didn't happen here, and we were settling their sus- setting their suspension to six months as well. Moving forward, we will continue to apply tournament rules to ensure our official broadcasts remain focused on the game and are not a platform for divisive social or political views. I think they're kind of making it that way in the whole thing, like inadvertently. So I actually should have read the 
beginning of the statement too, because where it starts off is he's really saying stuff like, like talking about their mission statement and like how they support people to have like free speech and <laughs> views and a place for people to experience and things like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so then they go back on that saying, you know, they also say in the statement, you know, our relationship with China doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, and it just comes off as very disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you're trying to save face mm-hmm. by uh, reducing the amount of uh, hate that they're getting. Yeah, and I, what I meant, what I was trying to say was the amount of uh, like he got his winnings after all, and he was only banned for six months instead of a year, um, which of course would just seem super ridiculous. Um, but they're also, you know, also saying. Well, look, we had a we had a point, and if if this person was advocating for something like um, other than like freedom and and I, I wish I knew the situation a little bit better in China, then I could speak a little bit better towards it. But essentially, it's something that most people are on board with. I think around the world, um, they are on the side of the protesters, and I don't really. I'm in the same boat. I wish I knew. Yeah. I haven't really. But I'm for free speech. And I'm definitely thinking that this is uh, against that. And Mm -hmm. I know know that that has limits. Big time. Yeah. But um, I think that they, especially for waiting so long, um, (laughs) fucked up bad. Uh, I think that the fact that they were so severe was a a bad mistake. Um, It's a very thin rope to walk. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think they overreacted on my bad title. I think they overreacted, and then they sat back and were like, "Shit, like what the fuck did we just do?" Like you know, yeah. And then like really got their PR team together and were like, "How can we bounce back from this?" Like mm-hmm. we 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 didn't just slap them in the hand. Like we came down with the hammer on him and the casters, and now we look like, oh, we are we we look like care. China's bitch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. This half-assed, you know, statement, like it, w- it really was like teeter-tottering on both, trying to teeter-totter on both lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like every PR person just like contributed one sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was like a team of twelve. Th- <laughs> yeah, all right, they, you go, then I'll go. Yeah, right. and then we'll put it in a uh, a glass jar. We'll, we'll mix we'll, it up. We'll pull out the statements. Yeah, and then we'll go in order that way. They, they all, just definitely come yeah. up as more of a business that cares about the revenue rather than the consumers and their player base i mean typical businesses exactly most around the world it just sucks because at the end of the day you just remember they are a business but i mean they should also be with putting out statements like this they want to show that they or want to seem like they have a show of like oh you know we care about everybody free speech and all that but at the end of the day what's gonna be making the money yeah. for them I, it also just makes you worry about china and russia more no, i know I, yeah. and i don't want to veer off away from the games i know me we talked through in our group chat like remember I, you sent the article and i mentioned why like i lost interest in the article mm-hmm. with the nba like they're going through their own thing with the china thing the general manager of the houston rockets tweeted out a, a statement his the owner of the houston rockets kind of came down with a hammer right yeah exactly but the nba commissioner Run who runs that who runs who's top dog at the NBA as they're canceling NBA events in China. Mm-hmm. He still is going, Well, the NBA doesn't take a political stand, but we will not apologize for his for his tweet because mm-hmm. we because I am all for and you know every person's freedom of speech. So he came out, even though they're in the midst of them canceling things, they're canceling events for players to meet and greet fans. 
they almost canceled a preseason game out there. You know, he's still not. They want him to be like condemn. You know that tweet, and he's like, no, we're not going to apologize for it. Yeah, so at least Adam Silver came out and apparently did the right thing. Um, There was the original GM GM. of the Rockets who... uh, He sent out the tweet and then the owner of the Rockets, um, something for Tita, Tita, and, you know, he came out and was like, yeah, no, he doesn't represent what we as an organization stand for, and he did a full blizzard. He, like, Mm -hmm. condemned it, most likely told him, like, you need to delete this. Yeah, right. yeah, like you know, we had Yao Ming on our team, right? You know, exactly. Like, you know, yeah. he's like Michael Jordan over there, right? Exactly. He most likely was like, <laughs> "Look at how tall he is." China is our, one of our biggest revenues. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Because it is true, the Houston Rockets is the the biggest team in China. Are they? Yeah. Wow. So well. <laughs> I so he he had a freak out, but I'm glad that the rest of the NBA was like, "Yeah, no, like we're behind the GM." Like he didn't do anything wrong, like mm-hmm. his freedom of speech and drew a rocket, you know. I see, <laughs> we can move on. Yeah, let's move on. Um, it'll be a developing story. Uh, does not seem like it's going away mm-hmm. as much as Blizzard would like it to, and especially with BlizzCon coming out in two weeks, Ooh, yeah. which is their mm-hmm. yearly convention with thousands of fans. Uh, we'll see. How st- I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if something happens there. Yeah, like let's some hope, kind of protest. Uh, I mean, I hope it's not anything bad, bad, but like a protest or maybe, something. Yeah, I really. Mm-hmm. No call for any other violence. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they'll, they'll, so you'll get a lot of people who will attend BlizzCon wearing the same mask as, as the protesters. As the Blitzchung dude. Uh, yeah. as, because the Blitzchung dude was wearing the mask as the uh, as the protesters in Hong Kong were. Okay. So he was wearing the similar mask. So I'm surprised that they didn't see it coming. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's confusing to me, too, is, like, why allow him to, like, wear the mask or yeah. something like that. And you didn't think that was going to end result. Because I mean, in my opinion, I think if you you become a champion and you're given the platform to kind of like say what you believe in and, and say like say why it. you're doing like kind of like what you're doing, maybe and, that even pushed them to win. Uh, that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, maybe that was his whole reason for winning. Maybe that was his whole motivation for the whole tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's if that, is and if that is the case, and you want to be able to, to say something about you it say at it. the end. Yeah, right. It's not like we're gonna forget about Hearthstone or anything. Yeah, you know, Hearthstone, but Hearthstone, just, but as long as you're you know, whatever we can move on yeah. let's move on <laughs> um so the next story um this is sort of more akin to my interests it's much less of a thing that uh it's sort of just a little bit of bubble gum in with uh your your main course um which doesn't sound great I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. uh so this is just a little thing destiny 2 um i am a big time player of this game somewhat uh, oh, i couldn't tell yeah <laughs> Um, so there's a walkway that doesn't lead anywhere yet, and players are only starting to speculate where it's going to lead. So this is um, in the tower, which is the main hub area of Destiny 2, as well as Destiny 1. There's some mysterious stuff going about. Uh, I don't have any theories, but I, I do like that they're sort of tantalizing the player, um, making it so even if they're not playing consistently, they want to check back and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um the daily players in but yeah this is when i was searching for stories and it's something that maybe i shouldn't have put in because it's just interest to me uh, <laughs> no, i mean it's, it's not a destiny podcast but it's like a, the fortnite thing there it's i feel like a bunch of companies now our games are gonna start piggybacking on that because they're like oh my look how successful epic was doing this so we should do something like mysterious and mm-hmm. that's just like that uh a little thing uh, i don't know if i've told you guys about this but have you guys seen anything on enchanted portals or enchanting portals this game coming out that's pretty much a cuphead like Oh, I have like seen the that. knockoff, but it's the same thing. It's 
almost animated in the same style. Not hand drawn, but it's digital, like 1940s no, it's a, it's rubber a hose cartoon. Knockoff. It's pretty it's, much it's, a Cuphead knockoff. It's Cuphead, it, but looks worse. <laughs> what I don't get is that because it's with two wizards and you like little kid wizards that shoot out of their wands. Like when Cuphead, you shoot out of your fingers. But like, why do that when Cuphead just came out? It's not like Cuphead has been dead, like a dead franchise for years. And it's like, oh, it's a spiritual successor. Cuphead was released like two years ago, and three, we, four years ago. And we technically have the DLC. Yeah, still I coming mean, out at some point in time. At some point, yeah. yeah. So really, I definitely recommend checking out the trailer. Weird time for it to come out, but yeah. like the the art style. It, it's all original characters. How, how, how did this come about? I'm sorry, but like you said, it was mysterious in some way. It, it was just because <laughs> out of nowhere, it was like, oh wow, I, I saw just a YouTube thumbnail for it. I was like, well, that's weird, and I looked, checked it out. And you know, some guy talking about how this game because it looks almost pretty much exactly like Cuphead, but it's not. It's Cuphead, but it's not. It's just like but a reskin <laughs> Cuphead, but it's the same, literally the same mechanics. Like you're doing the same thing, but it's just different characters and original designs and stuff. But it's the same thing. It's Cuphead, but it's not. It's confusing. Maybe there's leveling up, then then you'll be That's all about it. Then I'll be in it. <laughs> it. It is like really weird though because yeah. it is. Like the the pea shooter like thing that you start off with, that's an exact same move in this new enchanted portal. Except you're just doing this with your magic wand. Yeah, and then like the boss, like it's all in the same art style, animation style that Cuphead's in, and it's just like very. It was kind of like cringy to watch. It's really weird. This is awkward. (laughs) Yeah, it was really really. I just I I don't know like well I just want to know their thought process behind it. It's like are they just trying to make a Cuphead knockoff or are they like what are they trying to do? Because what is it called? uh, Enchanted portals or enchanting portals? Yeah. Enchanted portals. Enchanted portals. Okay. Definitely check this, it out. This it's news weird. just became a whole other story, and it's better for it. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's really, really weird. Well, I, I, I think I, I can see where the segue was, you know, because Destiny 2 was kind of piggybacking off of Epic's Epic's idea of you know doing things in the background and I just yeah, like it which as a it's new not... story. I like it as a new story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of the, the segue. The there, was segue. No, there was no segue. Yeah, it was just it a was, new story. Yeah, this, I can't afford a segue. It's too expensive. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what we got next, Wiley? Next up, we got uh, bah, bah. just another little fun thing. If you're a fan of crypto, uh, crypto the <laughs> cryptocurrency, buy now. Milo sell high. Mario.com brothers. Play Mario Brothers. Cadence of Hyrule, Crypto the Necrodancer. Uh, he just came out with a Super Mario Maker 2 level. Um, it's called Cadence of Mario. So if you put out the Google search for that, you can play a, a pretty sweet new Super Mario level. Um yeah, I always like seeing these indie developers putting their own spin on things, using the tools. And yeah, that's another... Being original. That's another live service game, mm-hmm. so to speak, that uh, I've been going back to from time to time. They put multiplayer in yet? Yeah. Oh, really? They did. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. My question is, why haven't we had the Let's Plays of Wiley trying all these different maps like created by like you know other people? Like, yeah, Mario Maker know. 2 maps, send them uh, our way. Like every, every, every single time I hear like Super Mario Maker 2, I'm like, why isn't Wiley making the video? Because I don't want to be on the screen <laughs> getting mad at the game. No, your shit is great. Yeah, I'll be, yeah. I'll be body, uh, Wiley's body double, like, you know, pretending like I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> our, is it our final story? I think it might be. Um, so this is a story about Apple and Microsoft to long... Time rivals getting together to sell the Xbox controller on Apple.com. Um, iOS, the newest update, iOS 13, enabled uh, PS4 and Xbox controllers to be sold uh, and be compatible with games released on the Apple Arcade, which Ooh. is their new 4.99 service. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could pair your your Xbox or PS4 controller and play with your phone. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, 
So it is just kind of crazy that there's a Microsoft product on Apple.com. But uh, as this quote says here, I think it is, this is via gamesindustry.biz, a shrewd move on Microsoft's part as it builds up to launching its streaming service, Project xCloud, something the platform holder hopes to deliver through multiple devices, not just PCs and Xbox consoles. Xbox Phil Spencer has also said he wants to bring Xbox Game Pass to every device. So yeah, I mean, I just want it to be the, uh, when you think of a controller, no matter what you're playing on, it's an Xbox controller. I mean, it's... Could, could even be your phone. Yeah, definitely. Um, so just Microsoft getting in all the different um, avenues they can, mm. as has been the trend over the past few years, ever since Phil Spencer's taken over. Is, yeah, hey, it's not a bad strategy, mm-hmm. getting as much as you can if you have your product and, you know, every kind of asset or facet out there. Yeah, I think it's a win-win. Yeah, I think once I get my PC back up and running, I'll probably get Game Pass on PC. There you go. We'll be able to play together. How yep, lovely. that's the idea. And we can kiss. I'll All right. Tyler's <laughs> online. <laughs> I don't think I'll get an Xbox or even like the next generation Xbox, but I think having Game Pass is still like a good alternative because there are just so many awesome games on Game Pass. There's a lot of really good games on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. True that. I got to renew. I'm always installing something. I'm good till 2022. <laughs> Same with Kenny, right? No, no, not not that far as you, no? but I'm up there. All right. So now we're going to go over the upcoming games coming out this week. A lot of uh, Switch stuff. We got Overwatch Switch Edition. I wonder how bad that'll tank now. After yeah, everything. I it's wonder. Just like, I wonder. I mean, you know, it's going to be going down a little bit. Uh, another... Big game coming to Switch, Witcher 3. Switcher 3. Yeah, Switcher 3. Crazy. One of the (laughs) biggest games of all time. Being able to fit on that little, tiny, little cartridge. Uh, Little Town Hero, the new game from Game Freak, releasing on 1016, which, you know, this must have been just like a little passion project for them because it's getting really no... Like, pipe or really anything. It's like, like, yeah, like Pokemon is coming out next month. And it's, it's, uh, so I find it a little bit of an interesting anomaly. I kind of like that because it's a smaller, since it's a smaller IP, it's a brand new IP actually. That whereas like Pokemon's like the above and beyond IP where they can push it. But like, if this comes out and this is also like a big hit, then for sequels or any more content down the line, then they can just be like over the top with it. Like, you think that they would be saying stuff like from the creators of Pokemon comes a brand new RPG. Um, It's interesting. I'm glad. I mean, it's kind of cool that they're not doing that. I mean, in the Nintendo Directs, I've seen that has, it's like from the creators of Game Freak. And then, but like, I mean, then again, it's also cool if they don't want to associate it with it because they don't want people going into it under the preset mind of like, oh, this is Pokemon. Why isn't this Pokemon? Yeah, true that. Yeah, I guess I can see both sides there. Uh, Music in that game composed by Toby Fox of Undertale. Oh, God. Who did like everything in Undertale. Everything's going to be a banger. Oh, it's going to be such a good soundtrack. (laughs) I know. Frick. Uh, And then a few days later on the 18th, Mm. we've got Ring Fit Adventure. Who's going to get it? (laughs) This guy. I think think I'm going to pick it up by the end of the month. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to drop one. I was thinking thinking fully Let's Play. Cancel the gym membership. Yeah. (laughs) Ring Fit Adventure. (laughs) So that's the exercise (laughs) game that we talked about a couple weeks ago for Switch. And then coming to PS4 and Xbox and probably PC, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, which is their PvP uh, squad-based cartoony shooter, which 
now that Fortnite's offline, maybe it'll do okay. I don't know. They picked the right time. Yeah. It'll probably be back by the time. Yeah. I wonder, you know, I think Apex is probably like, thank you, Fortnite. Yeah. We just <laughs> launched season three and people are addicted to battle royales. Where are they going to go? They're going to come to us. We're the only ones that have the yeah. goods. Yeah. yeah. I saw a meme of a. Uh, Somebody like zooming into the Fortnite black hole. <laughs> the closer you got, the clearer Apex Legends appeared inside yeah. the black hole. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I, that now. I'm sure that it's not going to hurt them too much. Um, but yeah, no, it'll end up helping in the long run. I think this is going to be big. We'll talk about it next week on the Level with You show. Thanks for tuning in.